0: Hello, this is Robert Wagner, and you are listening to TV Confidential.
1: Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television. Very, very happy to welcome legendary actress, author, and philanthropist, Stephanie Powers. Well, most of us think of Stephanie for her work in television, and particularly her starring role opposite Robert Wagner in the long-running ABC adventure series, Heart-to-heart, Stephanie began her career as a dancer for famed Broadway choreographer Jerome Robbins. She also starred or co-starred on the big screen opposite such legends as John Wayne, Maureen O'Hara, Lana Turner, Ava Gardner, Roger Moore, and Tallulah Bankhead, and has headlined many stage productions across the U.S. and the U.K., including more than 500 performances of A.K. Gurney's Love Letters alone. Also opposite, Robert Wagner. While Stephanie's acting career constitutes a major chapter in her life, it is not the only chapter in her life. A fierce advocate of animal preservation and protection from a very young age, Stephanie Powers is also the founder and president of the William Holden Wildlife Foundation, a nonprofit organization that Stephanie established in 1982 in memory of her longtime life partner that continues and furthers Holden's conservation work in East Africa. Our friends at the Gold Coast International Film Festival will honor William Holden posthumously as the next recipient of the Burton Moss Hollywood Golden Era Award Award which honors legendary stars from the Golden Age of Hollywood. Stephanie Powers will accept the award that night on William Holden's behalf as part of a ceremony that will take place Thursday, May 5th in Great Neck, New York. We'll tell you more about that in just a second as well. Stephanie Powers, welcome to TV Confidential.
0: Thank you, Ed.
1: We mentioned before we started recording, I read your memoir, One for the Heart, what I love about your book. There are many reasons why I like your book. One of the foremost things is that while it is your story, it is also William Holden's story. In fact, once you start talking about the 10-year period that you spent with William Holden, you almost become a supporting character in your own book.
0: Well, that was the... Uh, <laughs> you know, I've never really... Uh, I never really wanted to write my about myself, or I don't really think that much about myself. I think more about... I'm more curious about about the world, about the crises in the world, about wildlife, animals, uh, science, uh, uh, everything. Well, it's, it's probably not atypical. Maybe if I had spent more time focused on myself, I would have, I don't know, had a different sort of life. But that was not my primary interest. Writing that book was a catharsis in many ways. I did write it myself. Um, there was no ghostwriter. writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tr- the, they tried to put one with me, but he was completely lost. And uh, I found him very cumbersome to deal with. So I thought, well, I'm so a member of the Writers Guild of America and actually had one script that turned into a movie for television uh, nominated as the best dramatic script of the year. I thought, well, I should be able to put some words together and write this myself because it was my... As I said it was a form of catharsis and I wanted to write it within the year that so many life-changing things have happened to me and as I began to write it it also seemed to be the greatest opportunity for really more or less being able to put down something about Bill that set the record straight there was a very unfortunate book written about him by a journalist who claimed to be a good friend of his, who was, of course, not a good friend. He was a good friend in his own mind. Yes. But uh, certainly not. Uh, I rewrote Bill's telephone book a number of times. Uh, In those days, we had telephone books. (laughs) I never (laughs) recall ever having seen his name in that book. So I don't think that constitutes friendship unless you sort of are in touch with somebody anyway this man whose last name was thomas uh wrote a book that featured uh some stories about bill that were not only inaccurate in many ways but more or less sensationally presented in order for him to be able to sell books so my book, as you read, it, it's not sensational. It's not tell-all or who did what to whom. I'm, I'm really not. I um, I don't live life that way. But I did want to sort of set my impressions and the truth about Bill as a human being down in a form which could be at least accurately um uh, Intended, written, and uh, with uh, warts and all. I did not hide the fact that he had been an alcoholic for most of his life. Uh, But I did discuss his battles with it. And as we now know, many, many people battle with their addictions to various things. And some win and some lose, in his case. The circumstances of his death... uh, were in concert with alcohol and uh, so he lost but i believe that for all intents and purposes that was part of this cathartic experience and i and i think it was um accurate and it was done with love and respect, but it was also done to set the record
1: straight. And it is—it was written with love. It is a love story in in every sense of the word. I mean, you you share with your readers the William Holden that you spent the better part of ten years with, and you show him as a person, and in many respects, respects you show yourself as a person as you recount the many adventures you shared together.
0: And we did. <laughs> and we did. Yeah. My God, we we traveled to all sorts of exotic places where we both had curiosities about the same thing. Although there was quite an age difference between us, there were so many similarities, and there were so many there were so many uh, life experiences lived at separate times, but. Quite in under quite familiar circumstances. When I got into the motion picture business, we really were required to know everything that had gone on before us. And as most people actually did, because most people looked at things as a child and remembered who people were and carried forth that sort of uh, understanding and that sort of education into uh, their careers. Well, the movie business and the movie moguls were there were still movie moguls alive when I when I uh, uh, was a, a kid put under contract to Columbia Pictures. Harry Cohen had just died, but uh, of from Warner Brothers, Jack Warner was still alive, and so were the remnants of the great MGM dynasty. So all of that was alive and well, and as were the studios, although it was the twilight of the studio system. It was still in place, so many of new as juniors in the studio system were adults and in those positions, in higher positions, but still with the same studios. So it was really, um, there was a continuity about uh, our lives that probably wouldn't exist today because things change so much more rapidly and there's not as much constancy people change careers they're here for 10 minutes they they do something else there it's it there's no staying power
1: on the line with us is stephanie power stephanie powers the actress known around the world as the girl from uncle and jennifer hart on heart to heart stephanie's memoir One from the heart not only includes many great stories about her career in show business, it is also the story about her nine-year relationship with William Holden, the love of her life that not only debunks many of the myths surrounding the Academy Award-winning actor, but shows the human side of William Holden, including his struggle with alcoholism and, most important of all, the many ways in which Holden was ahead of his time in terms of his conservation work in East Africa and his lifelong passion for animal preservation and protection. Stephanie Powers is also the founder and president of the William Holden Wildlife Foundation, a nonprofit organization that Stephanie established in 1982 that continues and furthers the conservation work of William Holden. William Holden will be the next recipient of the Burton Moss Hollywood Golden Era Award, which will be presented the first week of May as part of the Gold Coast International. Film Festival in Great Neck, New York. Stephanie Powers will accept the award that night on William Holden's behalf. For reservations, more information about the ceremony or the film festival itself, call 516-829-2570, 516-829-2570, or visit goldcoastarts.org. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. For more information on the William Holden Wildlife Foundation, go to whwf.org. You had many things in common with William Holden when, when you entered each other's lives. Um, one thing you had in common is that he was not a typical Hollywood actor in that he created a life that was rich and fulfilling beyond his movie career and in many respects, that's what you did because that reflects how you were raised
0: uh yes i suppose so uh n- my uh <laughs> I guess I was always raised by by um uh, parenting that said, well, if this doesn't work out, what else are you going to do <laughs> 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 so uh I always thought that it's uh you know it, it's important to l- love your work and to be diligent and professional and uh, and uh, work as hard as you can but when the makeup comes off with the cold cream in the jar when you walk out the door you you walk back into your own life and if your own life is not as exciting as the one you left on the set or not as interesting as the one you left on the set then I think it leads to other problems and those were not the problems I was
1: interested in. Both you and Bill loved adventure. You both had an insatiable curiosity for life. That was one of the things that you know you had in common, and that was one of the things that helped grow the foundation of your life together, and one of the things you revealed about you know, William Holden and one from the heart, Stephanie, is that, you know, you talk a lot about his passion for conservation and his passion for animal preservation, and he was really ahead of the curve of, in, in, in that respect. He was very serious. much a
0: visionary when it came to uh, the environment and certainly wildlife in East Africa. Most people, uh, you know, it's really amazing how short people's memories are. <laughs> You think about uh, when the issue of wildlife conservation became a popular issue because they didn't even have that word in their vocabulary, conservation. The the idea of extinction wasn't in anybody's thought processes. So when he went out to East Africa as a hunter, because that's what people did in those days, Mm -hmm. the the herds were prolific and... uh, uh, hunting in those days was not really open to mass uh, mass tourism because of its expense. And let's not forget that mass tourism as we know it today only began sometime in the mid-1970s. Most people in the United States, the majority of people in the United States, didn't own a passport. That's somewhat changing, but still there are many people in the United States who've never been outside our borders, mm-hmm. don't own a passport today. So being able to have a perspective of, uh, of the world and of world events when you've never lived anywhere else or understood anybody else's culture or the need for understanding their culture and their history, um, very hard to make uh, Make uh, opinions about what's going on. I mean, most particularly today, I think it's very interesting to listen to people discuss what's going on in the Ukraine, who have absolutely no uh, knowledge or understanding at all about that part of Europe, and the part of, or even the fact that in the time of Peter the Great, the Polish border was 100 miles from Moscow. I know those things because I didn't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because I was curious about the world, and because my parentage is Polish, uh, I wanted to learn more about uh, my the the country of my my family's origin. and uh, so I read everything I could possibly read about the development of that that area that that part of the of Europe. and it is a fascinating. A fascinating um, history, uh, not the least of which is the fact that the Ukraine was a country before Russia was really a an evolved country. Uh, there are so many nuances in what's going on now, uh, while it seems as if uh, Putin is uh, just, uh, you know, a bull in a china shop. He has a very specific agenda, and it's not an unusual agenda, given the history of his people and the history of his own history, but also the history of the mindlessness of conquest. (laughs) And we know that he wants to get back the borders, the post-World War II borders of, of the Russian boot. He would love to go and take over Poland again, but... I think that that NATO line is going to be the big issue. Um does he step a toe over there and risk retaliation maybe? He will, maybe he's he's a megalomaniacal uh despot that thinks he won't get his toes burned. So let us see how that plays out in the meantime. And do is is try and put our hands in our pockets and send whatever we can to the correct organizations, yes legitimate organizations that need to be servicing and helping the refugees that are streaming across that border it's just it's an unspeakable horror can't get it out of my mind nor should we no
1: nor should we stephanie powers is our guest this hour stephanie powers star of heart to heart the girl from uncle and the author of one from the heart the story of her life, and career in show business and the story of her 10-year relationship with actor William Holden that debunks many of the myths surrounding the Academy Award-winning actor. We'll talk some more Stephanie after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk